0: welcome to the sports for beginners podcast where we discuss everything and anything in the world of sports media this is the post game show with your host Scott McGregor in the studio remember fan whenever or before they drop the puck before they throw first pitch before we tip off and before before they kick off we bring to you the post- the pre-game show, and then the post-game show follows right afterwards. Now, let's get to your host, Scott McGregor in the Sports for Beginners studio.
1: The bills are now. Yeah. it happen now, yeah. got the yeah. a lot of spirit, yeah, just yeah. yeah. so watch it happen now, hey. let go, Buffalo! Let's go, Buffalo! Let's go,
2: Buffalo! The bills make me wanna. Yeah.
0: Welcome everybody to a special Sports for Beginners podcast episode. I am your host, Scott McGregor. Last night, the first of a few meetings between the Philadelphia Flyers and the Pittsburgh Penguins played out as the Flyers played at home against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, the Penguins won this game 4-1, to but before we get into everything else, let's hear from the highlights. And just before we do that, I will let you know that we're going to look at the stats. We're going to do three stars and the shake of the game in our second segment. And in our third segment, we are going to look ahead to what's coming up for the Flyers and the Pittsburgh Penguins. For the Pittsburgh Penguins, though, it's going to be interesting because, well, actually, for both teams, they're playing today as of the recording of this podcast. The Penguins are playing the Toronto Maple Leafs. We'll have a little bit of pregame here added into our post-game show. So let's get to our highlights to kick off our opening segment. Here they are.
2: Flyers trying to snap an eight-game skid as Hayes steals this puck away. Looks for a one-timer and Jari, The first test is a good one as Noah Case denied. And then the puck back on net is turned aside. And a sharp angle shot to the net. That's protected by Pedersen, as the Flyers have come out on the opening shift, charging at the Penguin Net. That pass stolen away at the line by Morgan Frost and then this one is headband on to keeper his way through he was harassed from behind by joseph this one bangs off the outside of the goal thought it was covered by jari eventually the whistles come that was by jackson cates we've got through the two kids brothers it, in the game jackson and noah cates both playing for the philadelphia flyers tonight
3: only
4: 16 months apart
2: that shot got through from letang and that's the first shot of the game for pittsburgh show a little bit more function, as <laughs> we say well, what I said, right? we we're talking before the game right you
4: gotta find him. you want to see him all the time on the ice and be involved
2: this one came to the front oh, and Carter Hart makes a glove save on Jeff Carter.
4: How they coach the game, how they develop players.
2: Here's a chance right in front for Rust and a glove save from Hart. Beforehand, they open up the doors at 1 o'clock. they put some t-shirts as well as they're going to be celebrating the 2026 World Cup here in Philly. Here's Crosby out to the line for Patterson. Move to Letang right side. Letang shot locked on the way. It angles it out. Joseph tried to go to the net. It was blocked away. Scooped up by Zucker. Touched out high. Joseph again. Now Petrie. Petrie snaps one blocker. Save. And the rebound all the way to the wall. Finally sends it to Letang. Now the pass to Pedersen. Drifting. Shooting. Tip. Knocked down. Turning. Hailing with a shot. Save Hart. Sandheim with a rebound. He'll just throw it down the ice. Just outside the crease by Braun. Yeah, he was trying to play
3: that off to the side. Not directly at the goaltender. I think he was trying to hit Raquel. Worst case there, hit him in the pants and get
2: a redirect. Three goals this year. Looked like a superstar on this play, but a nice stop by Tristan. Jones. My name was stop, Evan, to I mean, I'm a matchman with other Virginia. Sorry
0: about that. That was an ad that uh, just got stirred up.
2: Even tonight, you see Cog in the offensive zone with simple things shoulder checks,
4: puck protection. The simple things that continue to be so effective.
2: Turnover here's Bluger walking in.
3: great and It's on the board here with our at
4: t 5G. Nice description that Sullivan used where the team is playing conscientious. Right, to be aware.
2: Brutal shot turned away. And Biden trying to center, ramped off the stick of heart. Still the help came from Malkin. Crosby on the near wing. Petrie moves it Letang, thought about it, puts it down, takes a few steps in front, of Stank, yeah, yeah. Small shot wide. Couturier. even Couturier. Did you mention Ellis? Uh, not yet, that was yeah. the last guy on my list. it's funny, huh? <laughs> I mean, make a big trade like that, you've hardly seen him. A shot off the shoulder of Carter Hart. Down to 35 seconds to go in the period. Letang, left side, Patterson, winds up, and score. Sidney Crosby Beautiful deflection the in the high slot, and in the closing seconds of the period, the
3: Penguins take a 2-0 lead. Tell you what, Patterson's had a heck of a game, and maybe he's doing this in the spirit of the late, great Sol. The set play, you'll see from the left side of your screen where Crosby's going to come in right there, and with that small blade of Crosby's and that straight stick of his, no curve hardly at all, he gets it right on the heel.
4: Redirection right there. Look, Pedersen, heads up. He knows exactly where he's putting that one. Yep. Cross with a little. Speech, you talked about some of the difficulty, even for you to find the right words to describe big, special moments for these players in the league. how is
2: Penguins working around the offensive zone. And it's handled here at the top. Long range shot. Tiff's score. What a shot by Bollinger to get that throw with the deflection and the Penguins with a 3-0 lead. I tell you what, that first layer from the Philadelphia Flyers are not
3: blocking these shots. Through the point and watch Peeling, a great redirection right there. It's one thing for those long shots to get through and a goal that can see them a bit directions as you're already set for the original play with with all the skill that's out of their lineup this is gonna ha- have to be a real grind here to get back in the game it's got to be more meat and potatoes
2: Malkin with a shot that one right on and absorbed and held by Carter Hart who has seen plenty of shots You know, Joseph to the tang down low sharp angled shot turned away by Hart and now Joseph to come get it
3: by the time we get to Fenway on January the 2nd here on TNT, it'll get there. Todd Reardon's got the edge right now. Mike Verrucci. Yeah.
2: This one goes go in. in from the behind net. the net. It's Palin's second.
3: It's a jam play. Around a couple of scraps haven't changed it. Now here's the goal. Keep your eye on Hart here on this side. It goes off the heel of his stick and then ricochets back between his pads. It's- there yes yes it does right off the blade the blade there is a little late getting to you and they trying to give it right back to him
2: Malkin wasn't ready for that return pass Malkin was ready for that a couple of jams on Ned and the first test for Felix Sandstrom this one airborne Raquel Aft ripstop Bronson clearing it in front for Crosby alone and it just rolled off his stick and wide Sandstrom stayed with him. There wasn't a much to a shoot out even if it stayed on his stick. Crosby already a goal in the game. Not here, though. Still 4-0 Pittsburgh. Dumoulin for Joseph. Slid down to Gensel. Gensel for Raquel off Sandstrom.
3: And uh, Raquel, and then you've got the Malkin line. Are doing a lot of the grunt work for the Penguins.
4: And the reality is, the Penguins are the oldest team uh, in the league.
2: They learned how to skate as kids. They did. Their edge work is terrific. Here's a chance working in McEwen. And a penalty call Penal here. It's, it's possible. be almost banged it in from the
5: corner. That's been awarded a
2: penalty shot. Great. Right.
5: Okay. There.
3: Okay. And he doesn't get a shot.
4: In the second, big chance for him now.
2: You're going high glover deep to the back end, Jennifer. Deep to the back okay. end. 12th penalty shot in the NHL so far this season. Zach McEwen and Tristan Jari and Jari makes the save. Oh, that was not the look I was thinking right there. And he knows it too. 9-1 now, 10-1 in the third period. This one deflected to the front and a chance for Farabee, and he couldn't connect. It was also odd to see 18 skaters flat on their back, waving their legs in the air as they mimicked his movements. Oh, that up not that great? Blasted. Here's Hayes trying to get in. He found the puck and he scores. A nice job by Kevin Hayes. He worked his way in and puts the Flyers on the board here in the third. More pucks towards the goaltender. And Tristan Jarry's played really, really well. And uh, maybe a little
3: false sense of security, trailing by four, the push on for the Flyers. They're probably thinking they, we needed this push a little bit earlier, but they've still given the fans some hope that have stayed in the building, which plenty of them have. And look at this play. Trying to play it. At first, I think Jennifer looking to stick play changed a little bit all along him, knowing he's going to go short sided And he does so. Maybe trick the eyes of the goaltender a little bit.
4: Yeah, dances around Petrie there.
2: Luger on the response and a save from Samstrom. Morgan Frost for Tippett. Return to Frost. The backhand block. Tippett. A little toe dragon, a quick snap, hit the outside of the post. Final seconds winding off the clock here in Philadelphia. They're telling
1: him to stay on the ice. He's run out of time. The Pittsburgh Penguins win their fifth in a row, and they're
0: headed home. Fifth in a row win for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Let's hear from the head coach. But before we do that, we're going to hear the bold penguin of the game. We didn't do that, unfortunately, for the Malkin game, and we didn't actually have that here on the NHL.com at Pittsburgh Penguins, so we're going to hear that before we hear Mike Sullivan, Brian Rust, and Ryan Paling. Meanwhile, we, are, we have Zach McIrwin, Kevin Hayes. And a few of the flyers to hear from, including their head coach. We are going to hear from their head coach, Cortarella,
6: after the game.
0: And uh, that will be after the Bold Penguin and coach Mike Sullivan. So
6: here we go. Here is.
0: Last night's. Bold penguin of the day.
1: Great job, everybody. This goes to the real gladiator,
0: oh, Let's actually just start that again. Again, this is the bold penguin of the Flyers and Penguins hockey game. Great job,
1: everybody. This goes to the real gladiator, That's it, boys. Uh, Good game. Uh, Let's keep it going.
0: That's it, boys. Keep it going. Keep it going. All right. Tonight's matchup between Toronto and Pittsburgh, which is not part of our look ahead, even though we're still going to talk about that. That's coming up. But before we get to that, let's get to some post game stuff. We're going to start on the Penguin side, and we're going to hear from the head coach. We're hearing from the head coaches to start our post-game show off. But after we hear from Mike Sullivan, we are going to look at the
6: stats. So here he is, Pens fans' head coach, Mike Sullivan, after the win in Philadelphia last night.
7: Yeah, that that line's playing really well for us. You know, they've uh, they've really built an identity for themselves as far as uh, how they're playing to help us win games. They're first and foremost, they're a real conscientious, uh, stingy defensive uh, line. They've got a, a great defensive conscience. They can start on bucks uh, and when they can chip in offensively like they did tonight, it's just uh, it's just that that much more bonus for us. But they, I thought they all three of them. Yeah, I think so. You know, he's a he's a real good player. Just a good two-way center ice man. He's got an offensive dimension to his game. Uh, but he's a real conscious defensive center ice man. He's good in the face-off circle. He gets better every year in the face-off circle. He's a real good penalty killer. His great awareness away from the puck and his offensive, I think, is getting better and better with each game that he plays. So I, I just think he's a... He's a real important player for us. Uh, I don't think it's by coincidence. that penalty kills, as strong as it is, since he's come back and been
6: part of it. But but he just adds so much to our team. He's just he's just a
7: an unbelievable teammate. You know, he's an unbelievable teammate. He's a competitive guy. He cares about his, cares about his teammates. Um, you know, to, to stand up Tanger in that circumstance. Um fought a pretty fought a pretty tough kid on the other side. And I just give him so much credit. It's, it's hard to it's hard to articulate it for me. Just unbelievable. What
6: was your reaction like on the bench
7: Oh, I think it was it gave our, our team a huge a huge boost when a player like that shows that type of courage in that circumstance and uh, puts himself in the arms away for the sake of his his teammates.
6: Uh, it's, it just shows belt of loyalty and uh, our players they understand that these guys are out everything and uh, and they understand the circumstances gave for team. I just think
7: we're uh you know, we're we're playing a more complete game. I, I feel like we're playing a more conscientious game. We haven't given up as many opportunities. You know, cut down some of the easy offense that that we may have given our players, uh, earlier in the year and uh, through that stretch of game. I just give the players a lot of credit. They're they're uh, they're paying attention to details out there. They're making good decisions. They're competing hard, and and it's a it's a collective effort out there from, from everybody on the ice. Here. Every line's chipping in in different capacities. I think
6: the potential is huge for us. The power play, I think, is making strides. So, for me, that's the most important thing. Just, it's all about the group. And, and I, I just think we're getting contributions up and down. I so quick. For night, very I, don't for I, I don't think it happens quickly. I think it's a process. We could see it come. We felt like uh, we were playing the game a big way. You know, my experience at times is that's usually what happens. We might we might deserve a better fate. type of night. get it. But if you keep playing the right way, you'll get rewarded. I
7: believe we've got a good team. I think we've got a talent. When we play the game the right way and we bring a conscientious game, we mitigate some of the risk in our game. Uh, I think we're, we're a competitive team. We can compete.
6: Okay, so you know what, before we hear
0: from, or before we hear from anybody else and we go to look at the game, let's have a listen to John Tortorella of the Philadelphia
6: Flyers. Let's have a listen to what he had to say after the game, after the loss. And we've got, we got Arwin, we got Hayes, we got Delarius, we got Frost, and we got Moroff left to hear from in the,
0: in the Flyers' side, but let's hear from Tortorella before we look at this game. So here he is, here is the head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers, John Tortorella.
8: John, you guys had... Have- energy, if it
6: seemed like, in the first couple of minutes, where did that go through the end of the second? No answer. You guys played less than 24 hours. Is that something you hopefully didn't get a better response out of tomorrow?
7: I hope so.
1: Was that with
6: Carter when you pulled him, or was that... More no. The team? No. No, it wasn't Carter. It mm-hmm. had nothing to do with Carter.
8: Talked throughout this skid about liking the effort. Was that in your
7: mind lacking tonight? Yes. You
6: came out with a better effort in the third period. Why were they able to, to sustain a little bit garbage time? There
9: are some booze at second or Do you think that was justified? Oh, I, I have no answers for the booze. That's it, it, their call. It's, we can't be concerned about that.
6: Any thoughts on Hayes's goal?
9: Hayes's
10: goal? You momentum or anything like that? No. Before the game, about using Tony too much, He's in a lot again tonight, I guess. How are you guys getting in these situations where you just need to keep relying on him, even though you Tony, D'Angelo? So, so, what's your question? I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, I
6: didn't finish
10: okay, the I'm question. Sorry. Sorry. I guess, like, even knowing that. He's like starting to break down because you're using him so much. I guess what tonight made you guys have to keep throwing him out
9: there? Well, I think you, I, I'm not sure what the times were as far as minutes. I think uh, Shazzy was trying to use everybody when it got out of hand. I'm not sure where uh, Tony's minutes were, but Tony's in our top pair. And when you when you're uh, trying to get out of things, you, you're going to use your best players. I'm not sure how many minutes he played tonight, uh, but uh, as I said before, we're we're trying to be more cognizant of that now what most
7: disappointed you tonight oh i'm not i'm
9: not going to get i'm not going to criticize or run down the team as far as that uh, i i guess the, the the part of the game that uh or the whole outlook of the game i just we were flat and uh but we play another game tomorrow do you,
6: do you think that
8: you know the fact that this team has lost so many games or did it Catch up to them
9: emotionally in a sense probably. I don't think so I don't, I don't think so I don't think the guys are spending too much time on uh, on the what the record is or how many we've lost. I think they're trying to be better each and every night we we're I just thought we were flat after the first few minutes I was really happy about how we started the game I just uh, uh, thought we were flat their line their fourth line scores three goals. Uh, Crosby has a hell of a tip uh, uh, I just don't think we had much juice tonight. You gave Keeper Bellows
10: um, the most minutes. I know you don't know the number, but you gave him the most time on the ice out of the forwards. How do you think he took advantage of the
9: opportunity? Yeah, I got to watch the tape on his game tonight, but he, the past couple of games, as I said, prior to the game, he's played pretty well. Uh, he's He showed some offensive instincts and I'm uh, just trying to give him some time to show us what he is.
0: Time to show us what he is. Okay, so now we bring down the players. We'll get to them in our second segment, but let's look at this hockey game. We're looking at the hockey game now. Let's look at the hockey game here. We'll go through it quickly here. Three stars and the shake of the game is also coming up in our second segment, but let's look at the game. Winning uh, winning goaltender number 35, Tristan Jari, of the Pittsburgh Penguins, that's his eighth win. He is now eight, three, and two on the season. Carter Hart, with the loss, is six, four, and five. The GWG goal goes to number eighty-seven, Sidney Crosby.
6: And uh,
0: Ryan Paling has two goals in this game off of their twenty-nine shots for the Penguins. 30 shots for the Flyers. They get the one goal. They do also get a penalty shot. But they but Jari shuts the door. The Flyers had 42 hits. To the Penguins, 28. Penguins won 29 face-offs. To the Flyers, 17. Flyers spent 15 minutes in the penalty box. Penguins only 11. Both teams... We're in both teams' power plays were 0 for 0 for three for the Penguins, 0 for one for the Flyers. The Flyers had 10 giveaways, 22 takeaways. The Penguins had seven giveaways and 10 takeaways. This game played down at Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. The referees were Kendrick Nicholson, Pierre Lambert, Julian Franier, at and Andrew Smith, this game reached the reached the station in front of nineteen thousand three hundred and nine fans in attendance in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at Wells Fargo Center. All right, let's take a look at the scoring summary here. So Josh Archibald gets his fourth as a penguin with Teddy Bluger on his second assist of the season. Fourth of the season for Josh Archibald, fourth as a Penguin for Archibald at 11.37. Teddy Blueger with the assist, his second assist of the season. Sidney Crosby at 19.20 made it 2-0 Pittsburgh Penguins with his 11th goal of the season. Marcus Pedersen on the assist, his 10th of the season. Also on the assist, Chris Letang, his 11th of the season. On Ryan Palings' first goal in the second period at two fifty nine, it was his third goal of the season. Teddy Bluger his third assist of the season. Jeff Petrie his sixth assist of the season. Josh Archibald gets his second assist of the season, with Teddy Bluger getting his fourth assist of the season. On Ryan Palings' fourth goal of the season, but second of the night, at thirty seven at thirteen thirty seven. In the fir- in the second period, it's three nothing. Sorry, four nothing after 40 minutes, and then at 10:04 in the third period, Kevin Hayes scores his sixth of the season and gives the Flyers, or and gets the Flyers on the board. Nicholas De- Nicholas who we will hear from in our second segment has his fourth assist of the season, and Travis Sanheim with his fifth assist of the season. Quickly, quickly here to wrap up our first segment. The penalties were Danton Heinen, two minutes for tripping at 14.12. Ivan Ivan Promorov at 15.30, two minutes for interference. Five minutes for fighting to both Nicholas Delariers. Sorry if I get the name wrong, and Marcus Pedersen at 2:04, both at 2:04 into the second period, five minutes for fighting each. Brock McGinn went for roughing, and Nick Sealer went for roughing as well, both at 6:25 into the second period. It was Sir uh, Sealer's penalty was served by Jackson Kate. Malkin went at 1919 19 for slashing, two minutes for slashing. And then Travis Sandheim went for cross-checking at 1919 19 as well. So it was a double penalties. Travis Sandheim went for cross-checking as well. And then Patrick Brown went at 18.08 in the third period for high-sticking. Two minutes for high-sticking. Pucks of the game, player of the game, uh, shake of the game, and three stars coming up when we continue in our third and our second and final segments of the show.
6: But we've already heard from the coaches.
0: And since we have a lot of Flyers players to hear from, let's quickly hear from Morgan Frost
6: and Mr. Double Goals Ryan Paling.
0: We'll hear from Paling first and then Morgan Frost. That will leave us after Morgan
6: Frost with Delarius, Sandstorm, Cromorov, Hayes and McArwin. Okay, okay. Gonna get that back up here so that we can hear. Doesn't look like Paling talked for very long. Let's hear from him
11: looked like you
6: were feeling pretty early today, like you had a couple good in
1: the first period. Yeah. Going pretty
11: early. I think for our line, we played direct and kind of beat them at, down low in their own game. I think we, we recovered pucks well, and then once we got a low to high, we spread them out well and created plays off of that. So I think that's what was clicking most for us tonight. Can you feel
1: the momentum with your line? There's several
2: big games a few got a few goals. So yeah. yeah.
11: No, it's been fun. I mean, obviously Teddy coming in late, there's some chemistry to be involved, and I think we've done a great job so far and the best part is there's always room for improvement and just kind of keep getting better and better in that absence. And uh I mean if we keep playing with it one another, I think that's just gonna come with time as well. Uh
1: <laughs>
11: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just said I saw I saw Ted open on the back door and uh thought I'd give him I mean, that was our first time to shine on the power play, so we thought we'd try
0: to give a little uh, tic-tac-toe, I guess. A little tic-tac-toe, okay. Before we wrap up our first segment here, and we also hear from Morgan Frost, let's get you a little set up here. We're going to play this again in a little bit later in the show, but let's get you set up for tonight's matchup. So here is tonight's matchup. As radio broadcaster, voice of the Penguins, Josh Getztoff, sets the scene for tonight's matchup in the Berg. It's a face-off against a familiar
6: flow in tonight's post-Thanksgiving matchup. The puck will drop for the third time this month.
0: And we have a little bit of a pause, so we're going to get back to that in just a second. Pittsburgh second... Well, actually, let's start that over again, and we will, uh, hopefully get a little bit better. So, let's start it again. Here it is, as we're getting you set up for this game, between the Maple Leafs and the Penguins. It's a face off against
5: a familiar foe in tonight's post Thanksgiving matchup. The puck will drop for the third time this month, with Pittsburgh's second line shining bright in the first and Matt Murray saving the second for Toronto. Who will we see step up and take the reins tonight? The Penguins return home, still riding high, extending their win streak to five games after besting the Philadelphia Flyers last night. The Toronto Police come to Pittsburgh having extended their point streak to seven games with a win over the Wild. It's Curry from the high start. Two teams on the back end of back-to-backs. Who will best the other in this ultimate test of endurance? It's the Penguins versus the Maple Leafs. Coming up next...
0: As as Josh said, and I'm going to say this a little later on, even if we play it again. It's the penguins and the maple leaf. Coming up next from the Berg. Alrighty here to wrap us up here on our first segment. We do have. Brian Russ, but we're not gonna hear from him right now. We're gonna hear from him as long as other or as well as other flyers players. But let's hear quickly from Morgan Frost after the game. So here is Morgan Frost after the game
4: looking back at that Montreal game, guys were up late as well, and let the opposing team back in, kind of a similar scenario, a little bit, with a little more time left in the game this time around. But how, how frustrating is it to continue losing games in, in this kind of fashion?
12: Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely frustrating, I mean, we got to learn how to close every
6: game.
0: Alright, we got a little bit
6: of a... Oh, we're back. It's obviously huge, so, yeah, I mean, we thought we played a great pretty-
0: We've hit a pause. So we're gonna play Morgan again. And
1: then not...
0: we're gonna play Morgan again. And hopefully we get better audio here. But uh here he is again, Morgan for us. There was He spoke for not very long either. We'll see what we can get. But right after this we will go to a we'll go to our first break of the day.
4: Looking back at that Montreal game, you guys were up late as well and let the opposing team back in. Kind of a similar scenario, a little bit with a little more time left in the game this time around. But how, how frustrating is it to continue losing games in, in this kind of fashion?
12: Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely frustrating. I mean, we got to learn how to close out a game. I think it's, it's obviously Very huge. Solid. So, yeah, I mean, we thought we played a pretty solid game and, and then, you know, we just give it away at the end. So, um, yeah.
4: What did you see on that the goal that was scored right
12: before the end of regulation to send it to overtime? Yeah, uh, I haven't watched it yet, but um, I think I might have let my guy go through, so um, that's on me. And you know, like I said, I have to watch it, so I'm not 100% sure, but um, yeah, I can't can't give up a goal there. So. How much of you guys'
13: saying
4: game was on St.
12: tonight? Yeah, he was awesome for sure. I mean, they got some uh, really good players over there, and. Uh, they got some great A chances, and I think he hung in there well and, and gave us a chance to win. So props to him.
4: You scored on, uh, I guess, a, a nice bounce off of uh, the goaltender. How much of an emphasis was their place just on trying to get the puck on the net tonight for you guys?
12: Yeah, I think uh, it's pretty big. And um, I mean, for me personally, I think I sometimes uh, tentative to shoot, uh, so just trying to get pucks to the net and uh, got a fortunate bounce there. What do you think didn't work on that last power play, the last kind of wrapping power plays so in that third period there when you guys had the goal the lead, goal and the chance to kind of go down on uh, I think we did a, an alright job of getting set up. I think just didn't get enough pucks to the net and uh, second chances. I think you get the one chance and then you want to recover the puck and get another one or get a chance off a rebound or something, and I think that kind of breaks down the penalty kill, and we didn't, uh, we didn't do a great job of that. How challenging is,
9: is this mentally, not just physically? Mentally, just kind of going through this whole stretch.
12: Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, to be honest, I think there's still a, a good feeling in the in the locker room. I mean, you know, we're we're working hard. We're obviously, you know, can make as many excuses as you want, but uh, you know, it's it's obviously tough when you're missing so many guys. And um, you know, I think everyone's working their hardest. It's just, uh, you know, we got to finish games and. Uh, Focus in on some of the little details that are kind of costing
4: us. The team went on with a number of losing streaks last season. What can you pull on from those experiences to help you kind of deal with and navigate this one right now?
12: Yeah, I mean, just the fact that we've kind of been on them before. I think that's uh, no, not not something that you really want to have experience with. But um, you know, I think just trying to stay positive in the locker room and uh, you know not turning on each other. or or blaming anyone, I think. Um, You know, just, like I said, stay together, and, uh, you know, it'll come as long as we keep working
0: hard. It'll come as long as we keep working hard. Sandstorm coming up to open us up in our second segment. Right after, we go through the three stars. Felix Sandstorm, then Ivan Promorov, and then the rest of the Flyers, as well as Brian Rust, are coming up but we are going to take a break and while we take a break we uh, I want to remind you that the matchup tonight for the Ma- for the penguins
6: is the Toronto Maple Leafs again the matchup for today for these teams is the Toronto Maple Leafs all right, we're going to take a break and be right back in just a moment.
1: Stay where you are.
0: Stay where you are. We're back in just a few moments to continue with the current post game we are recapping. We're back to Scott in just a moment. Stay where you are. We're back in just a few minutes.
10: Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike check out all over the map with me Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond we will even feature non-sports broadcasters subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to learn more please visit HTTP colon slash slash dot
0: It's time to get back to the action in just a moment with Scott. We're back to Scott right after the or right after this. But we are back now to continue recapping our post-game show that we are currently recapping. We're back to Scott right now in the studio for our next segment. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor and welcome back into our studio here it's time for the three stars of today of today's contest uh, i should say of last night's contest because we are getting ready quickly for another game uh in the in the works it's the penguins and the maple leafs tonight we are going to be getting ready for that on our our post game show of the penguins and the flyers The Penguins and the Flyers. Without any further ado, let's get to our three stars. A reminder, Sandstorm, Brian Rust, and more Flyer players are coming up. But we also are going to replay the matchup that you just heard in our opening segment that gets us ready for the Maple Leafs and the Penguins. The lineup is out. Well, let's get to our three stars here of this game that we're recapping. The Battle of Pennsylvania. And the, and the third star is Josh Archibald. One goal, one assist, three plus minus on the ice for 11 minutes and 57 seconds. Your second star, Mr. Penalty Kill of the Pittsburgh Penguins. No goals, no assists. Sorry, three assists. Two plus minus on the ice for thirteen ten, and that is Teddy Bluger. And your first star, two goals, no is two plus minus on the ice for eleven minutes and fifty three seconds. Ryan Paling, Ryan Paling, Ryan Paling, Teddy Bluger, and Josh Archibald are your free stars for this game. Once again, the winning goaltender is Tristan Jari. He's now 8, 3, and 2 on the year. Carter Hart is the losing goaltender at 6, 5, and 4 now. And the winning goal, the GWG, goes to Sid All Alrighty. We got some guys to get to, and we'll get to them before we get to our shake of the game. Starting on the Philadelphia side. So here is. To kick us off, Felix Sandstrom, and then Ian Povarov. That will be followed by Delarius Hayes and McErwin. Right after Brian Russ. Here is the goaltender for the Philadelphia Flyers after the game. If we can get it on, let's actually. I'm actually gonna refresh the page here, see if we can get uh, Sandstorm here. And while we try to get Sandstorm,
6: why not? Let's hear from Brian Rust to kick us off. Okay. We're going to hear again from Brian Rust, but we're let things go. We're still waiting to get Sandstrom. Hey. Um there's some teams you just like playing against. Seems like Philly's one for him. Um obviously, uh, I'm sure he takes lot of pride in that because they boom every time he touched the fuck pretty much, but um it's good. It's an- we're gonna let it play out. Uh he keeps getting milestones that it's uh I don't I wouldn't say it uh surprises us but it's cool to be a part of cool to be a part so, of, if kind of want to start with your opponent start in the first period what did you kinda
0: of- Alright before we get to sandstone let me just make sure we don't have any volume there for the actually let's do this we'll do that there all right here comes here is felix sandstorm this
6: will lead to
0: mccarwin will be actually first Hayes delarius and then we got and then we'll do promorov
6: so here is felix sandstorm after the game the goaltender of the pit oh sorry this is actually felix of the felix after the game against the canadians
0: i guessing promorov and frost were after the Canadian. uh yep yeah, they were after the canadians so we actually have McArwin. Hayes and Delarius. Here we go. So we're gonna go to McArwin. Zach McArwin.
1: Alright,
0: we got a we gotta pause here, so we're gonna do that.
6: And we're gonna wait it out just a bit. Uh make sure we don't put too much volume here. Okay. There we go. It should
0: be good enough here. All right. Felix McArwin. Coming up.
14: Zach McArwin. No, I think we just did a good job of getting the puck up quick. And, you know, kind of quick transition. Going right back at them. Uh, you know, kind of three quarter ice. And then we just, you know, we got pressure in their D. And kind of turned the pucks over. And kind of just kept the pressure on them. Do you get... Any sense that, you know,
8: the fact that you guys are on this extended losing streak, that it's starting to weigh on guys a little
14: bit, whether it's in the room or out on the ice? Uh, I don't think you can do that. I think you got to, you know, stick together as a team. Uh, really, the only way we're going to get out of this is together and, uh, you know, focus on doing, the, doing things right day in and day out. And, you know, that's what's going to get us out of this. You,
8: you obviously were here last year as well. You guys had, you know, two double-digit losing streaks last year. Is there a reason why these... Obviously, it's a different team, but there's
14: still a lot of the same guys. Why do these keep happening to this group? You know, I think we're giving ourselves a chance to win games. You know, we've been in a lot of games. We've had a couple of bounces that you know has kind of turned the game to to go the other way. Uh, you know, obviously, like you said, you know, we get a lot of guys out of the lineup, and that is what it is. But you know, it doesn't matter. Everybody here that's you know that's playing is uh, you know has is, is been in the NHL or is, is you know trying to break their way into the NHL. So. Um, you know, you, like I said, you just got to stick together as a team and, and you know, do things right. And, and that's what's going to get us, get us out of it. We spoke to Ivan pro uh, the other night. He said that he
4: feels like the team is just finding ways to lose. How do you kind of get out
14: of that cycle of like, either shooting yourself in the foot or making those mistakes? Yeah, I mean, you got, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing that can cost a game. And, um, you know, you can play, you know, 58 good minutes and then, you know, something like that happens at the end of the game. And, and, you know, that's what's costing you a point, like you saw that the other night. But, uh, you know, like, like it's just, it's going to be, it's a learning curve. And, you know, we just got to, you know, we got to stick to our details. And, and
0: All right, stick to the details. We'll get to, we'll get back to McArwin in a little bit as we await here. We are in a pause, so we're going to wait for a little bit. Coming up, again, let me just be clear. This is Zach. Arwen, McEw, Eur, 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 Sorry if I get the name wrong here, Mac. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, we got Kevin Hayes. We got Nicholas Deluris. And we already heard from the head coach, so that's all we have coming up. We did hear from Morgan Frost. But that was after. The loss, not to the Penguins. So so sorry if I played that one, but that's okay. Uh, nice to hear from him, Ian Promarov. That is also after a loss, a post game after a loss, not from the Penguins side. All right, let's see if we can get through the rest of this without having to worry about pausing it. So once again, back. Let's get back to Zach McArwin.
14: Just do things right. Like, the, we're not going to change anything, to try to get out of this, not going to do anything differently. we got to keep our work habits and, and you know, just kind of come out of this together. You mentioned about the fact that, obviously, the last
8: few games, really throughout most of this streak, the, the games have been close. You know, you guys have been a bounce away, a goal away. You pull the goalie near the end of the game, you have a chance. This one was much less competitive. I mean, what do you think the difference was tonight versus some of those other games where you guys had a chance late to bring it you
14: know, I, You know, they got up early. Uh, you know, we couldn't find a way to score goals. We had our looks, you know. Obviously, I obviously had to look in the third period, of the penalty shot, you know, it's going to be a goal. I guess, you know, I need more there. And I think it's just, it's just, that's what it is. We just, we got down early and, you know, we're trying to claw our way back, but, you know, sometimes it doesn't go our way. Zach, do you think there's any specific changes that
2: need to be made in order for you guys to have that momentum going on the ice throughout
14: the whole 60 minutes and not just, you know, the first little bit of the opening period? You know, I think, you know, it just depends on us. You know, I don't think you know whatever changes happen i think whatever personnel there is can do it you know the way that it's supposed to be done so i think i think we just need to you know continue to work on doing things the right way and and, you know bring that work ethic night in and night out and that's that's the only thing that's you know going to get us out of this i think you know we can't change we can't lose our compete level and and expect to, you know, kind of get out of this. So I think just keeping our work habits is going to be the biggest thing. And then
2: following up on that, has there been anybody specific in the locker room that's kind of like motivated the team a little bit and stepped up? You
14: no, know, I think, you know, we have a good attitude in here. Uh, you know, we got to stick together as a team. I think, you know, we're doing a good job of that. You can't be pointing fingers and, you know, and, you know, getting down on guys. I think, you know, we have good teammates in here that are, you know, trying to pick guys up and everybody's trying to stick together. So, uh, you know, we got to keep with that.
4: So many injuries in the lineup you've had some opportunities to move up from top six and to play special teams how are you viewing this opportunity even in the midst of kind of a, a down time for
14: this you know obviously it's a great opportunity um you know something i want to take advantage of and you know just try to you know be as reliable as i can and, and keep working on my game it's you know i know getting an opportunity like this you know it doesn't come all the time in, in your career, so just my mindset is just to make the most of it and, uh, you know, just try to keep building my game.
6: Okay. There he is. There is McErwin. Here comes Kevin Hayes and
0: then it's Delirious. And that will wrap us up for players. Sending us to our shake of the game. A reminder, this is inspired by Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Therefore, it is not presented. We are not sponsored by the Milkshake Factory. So, a recap. The Shake of the Game segment is inspired, not sponsored, inspired by Jake Gensel and the Milkshake Factory at Pittsburgh, or in Pittsburgh. So just again, to recap, Milkshake Factory ad with Jake Gensel is inspired, or is what inspired this segment. Nothing more. Alright, here is Kevin Hayes after the game
15: uh yeah i mean i thought we came out uh great and we were all playing about the first couple minutes there and then uh the first one in and, uh, and then our line gave one up late in the first and kind of flattened us out uh, and
6: then we dug ourselves a hole and we've been pretty good at coming out of those holes and tonight uh that wasn't the case so but, uh it's the NHL, and
0: all right, we're gonna play. We're gonna play Kevin Hayes, and just a, we're gonna play Kevin Hayes again from the start because I noticed that we've been getting a little bit of pauses. So let's see what we get after we play him through with the with what we have so far.
1: like
15: energy was I just didn't feel different Uh, yeah. I mean, I thought we came out uh, great. We were all playing about the first couple minutes there, and then uh, the first one in, and and then our line gave one up late in the first and kind of flattened us out, Uh, and then we dug ourselves a hole. And We've been pretty good at coming out of those holes, and tonight uh, that wasn't the case. uh, It's the NHL, and I stick to what I believe in. I think everyone gives uh, their best effort every night, and they wouldn't be here if they didn't.
2: How do you feel like you can maybe motivate the team and get that energy back, you know, taking on the Islanders tomorrow?
15: Uh, I mean, when you lose eight or nine in a row, I don't think the motivation needs to be found. It should be there every night, and uh, hopefully come tomorrow uh, we have that energy right from the start and we play a full 60. Kevin, you guys went through
12: kids like this last year. Is it
15: hard not to think about that and think, here we go again? Honestly, it's not really across my mind. I don't know if it's a team, but... Um, I think those streaks are kind of for for the media and for everyone that reads about
0: our team, and, and uh, it's uh, it's not fun to be part of the losing streaks. It's fun to be part of the winning streaks, but um. Ooh, so close! We are almost there. We're gonna let it play out. I, I
15: don't think it's uh,
0: correlation. We're gonna let it play out, and before we get to Nicholas Delirious. Our final guy to lead us into the shake of the game. We're actually going to get to the shake of the game because it is time. Ta- it it is going to get time. Ta- it is going to be time for the shake of the game. Well, let's finish off with Kevin Hayes, and then we'll get to our final Philadelphia man that we need to hear that we're going to hear from.
15: It's, it's a new sixty minutes every night, and, and uh, we should be able to get out of it.
0: There we go. There is Kevin Hayes. So, we all know what time it is. It is that time. The Shake of the Game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins at Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout. And keep your eyes on the puck during every penguins game. Because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your
6: host, Scott McGregor.
0: It is time now for the Shake of the Game, for inspired by Jake Gensel's Milkshake Factory ad. And again, The way that this works out is this is inspired by the Jake the Shake Milkshake Factory ad. We're gonna get to Delarius, Nicholas Delarius in just a second, but we're gonna do our Shake of the Game right now. So the first Shake of the Game will go to for the Pittsburgh Penguins, the winning penguins team. The Shake of the Game is gonna go to Tristan Jari. One goal allowed, 29 saves, 30 shots he faced for a save percentage of nine hundred and sixty point nine hundred sixty-seven, I should say, and he played the full 60 minutes. And we're going to do a pick-me-up here on the shake of the game. So the pick-me-up is coming to the Philadelphia Flyer goaltender in, in Carter Hart number 79 four goals allowed 17 17 saves 21 shots played 33 minutes in the game but then was pulled and Felix Sandstorm came in so that's why I'm going to give Carter Hart the the shake of the game here as a pick-me-up his save percentage by the way was 0.810 he did play 33 minutes he didn't play a full sixty. Felix Sandstorm didn't allow any goals, was perfect of a, the eight shots he saw. Saved each and every one of them. Had a save percentage of, of, five, of one zero zero, playing the twenty six playing 26 minutes. Alright, we're going to get to player of the game and game pucks of the game in our final segment of the show as well as our look ahead. It's all coming up. But first, We have one more flyer to hear from, in from the Philadelphia side, and then we're gonna do, as part of our look ahead segment, a little between the pipes, as we get you set up for Maple Leafs, Maple Leafs, and Penguins tonight at TPG Paints Arena, on this Saturday, November twenty sixth. 2022, November 26th,
6: 2022. But first, here is Nicholas Dulariers. Nick, obviously, after the game. Nick, obviously, you and tried to boost the energy from but why do you think the energy
1: was lacking to start with, and why do you think that didn't give you guys good? Ah, uh, I don't know. I think we we try, that's for sure. Uh, I think you know, we might have had some birds' energy, but at the same time, all the mistakes are on us. The mistakes, and you know, it's hard. They're a good hockey. Team, you try like that. Uh, even if you, at the end, if you try to push and uh, you're down 4 nothing, it's hard. Are you starting to feel like injuries are catching up to you guys a little bit? Yeah, no excuses,
11: though. I think that's a chance for young guys. Or- me and myself to, to prove that I want to play more, and no, I, we can't. We can't go down that path of saying injuries, injuries. Yes, we have some good players that are out, but you know, those are times to, to prove that through the organization that you know, if you're a young guy, you want to be an NHLer, and if you're a guy like me on the four-line, you want to play more.
9: As an older guy who's been through it, how do you make sure everybody's he's able to stash just one, get on the bus tomorrow, and, and keep a positive mindset, not dwell on
11: what else is going on? Yeah, no, we have a bus right now to to go to Long Island. That's a perfect time to think about it. But like I said we have four games this week. We have the opportunity of thinking about the game tomorrow and you know, learn on our mistakes. You know, I think there's there's a lot of mistakes that we do with our sticks that end up in the back of our net or you know forecheck. We know that when we forecheck, we have uh, more chance, more offense, and that's we got to keep it simple. Like you said, we're not gonna we're not gonna blame the injuries and everything, but we have to work with what we have, and it's you know good on the forecheck, retrieval, and put the puck in the the blue paint and work. Next to the locker room, like, after the second period,
8: you guys did seem like you came out with some more push in the third. Obviously, by then, the deficit was large, but
7: what was the room like in the the second? I've never seen any issues in this room. Like
11: I said, we don't quit. Uh, We don't have the results we want, that's for sure, but everybody here keeps their head up. uh, We know we have a lot of things to work on, but we try as hard as we can we work Uh, there's no no negative here It's, it's all about trying to build up on the positive and touch on on the mistakes that we have but there's nobody putting their head down everybody's just working
0: nobody putting their head down everybody's just working good way to end it there all right everybody that does it for segment two of this show our middle segment. The Battle of Pennsylvania post-game show continues in our final segment as we get you ready for what we're going to be recapping after it goes final tonight. Between the Penguins and, of course, the Toronto Maple Leafs at PPG Paints Arena as the Penguins get ready to begin a five-game homestand. Leading into the start of December. By the way, we are going to be covering a few of those games, including the Winter Classic, during our hiatus. It just may not be, it just may not drop uh, until after our hiatus is done. So I apologize if it's old news. But our hiatus is going to kick in after the December 16th episode Of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, which is a holiday edition episode. Uh, But on that note, we will be back in just a moment with the look ahead between the pipe and getting ready for Toronto versus Pittsburgh tonight on Hockey Night in Canada in Pittsburgh. You can catch the game on CBC and on Sportsnet. I do believe it'll be on. All right. More in just a few minutes. We'll be back to the show in just a few minutes with Scott in the studio. We're getting you ready for some more hockey coming up soon. Our post-game show continues after this.
6: Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about
13: time for all that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is podcast is redesigned for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, Make on the ice and behind the bench a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays, and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast, and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world on the ice and behind the benches is the Neighboring Podcast to a Sports for Beginners Podcast. That airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our Neighboring Podcast, the Sports for Beginners Podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well, that's On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform, should there be any delays to its launch. That's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join, to have you join me on this journey, so don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing.
10: you're looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com
6: It's time to get
0: right back to the action Scott is back in studio. Right now, let's go back to the gate back to the post game show that we are currently recapping We're back to Scott right now in the studio Welcome back everybody to our final segment of the Battle of Pennsylvania, round one, on Saturday, December, sorry, November 26, 2022, we've gone over the three stars, we've gone over the matchup, that has happened We've gone over the game-winning goal. We've gone over everything else.
6: Alrighty. So, before we begin
0: the look ahead, let's get right down to what is coming up for the Pittsburgh Penguins as part of our look ahead. And we also have the player of the game, so just give me one second to bring the uh, Flyers and the Penguins back up. So, I can bring you the player of the game, the game pucks of the
6: game, and of course,
0: we're going between the pipes in just a minute. Here's to show you why we are using between the pipes as part of this post game show. Because guess what? We're getting ready for another matchup for the Pittsburgh Penguins coming up tonight. You already heard it before, but here we go. Just in case you missed it. It's a face-off
6: against a familiar foe in tonight's post-Thanksgiving matchup. The puck will drop for the third time this month.
0: Give it a second here. Pittsburgh's second line shining bright in the first, and Matt Murr... All right, we're going to play it again from the beginning. And while we do, we'll hopefully get better stuff for you. But again, this is the matchup that is coming up. We will be back post game to, we will be back post game to wrap it all up. And a reminder to Raptors and Mavericks fans, we will wrap up your, we will do your show. Or sorry, we will do a post game show for you for this game between the Mavericks and the Raptors probably going to be released on Sunday, November the 27th, 2022. But we will be doing that. We're back we're back to the ice though right after the game between the Maple Leafs and the Penguins right after this. Yeah, right after we get through this post-game show, please 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 do not rush through episodes. As they become available if you feel like they're being rushed just hit played and you can move on to the next episode you want to hear all right let's see what we can get better
6: it's a face-off
5: against the familiar flow in tonight's post-thanksgiving matchup the puck will drop
6: for the third time this month with pittsburgh's second line shining bright in the first
0: and matt Murray. all right we're going to take we're gonna do the player of the game. We'll do more. We'll do player of the game, game pucks, and we'll do, and we'll do our look ahead. And then we'll get to our Maple Leafs and Penguins preview that we heard in the beginning because we keep running into a pause so, so quickly.
6: First of all, the Penguins get their fifth consecutive victory. So, but quickly again, we're going to
0: get our stats in here on the game puck po- and the and the player of the game. The Flyers lose this one 4-1 to the Pittsburgh Penguins. And the game puck is going to Josh Archibald. First goal of the game. One assist in this game. Three plus minus, Two shots on goal. No penalty minutes. Five hits. No blocks. On the ice for 11 minutes and 57 seconds. No giveaways. No takeaways for him. The player of the game, however,
6: with four shots on goal,
0: give it up for no goals, no assists, no plus minus, but four shots on goal, two penalty minutes, no hit, no blocks on the ice for 17 minutes, 17 minutes and 14 seconds, no giveaways, no takeaways. Number 71 E Molcon. For the Flyers, there'll be a little bit of pick-me-ups here. The player of the game first will go to there. But a reminder here, Chad Ruido and Caspery Kapanen were scratched. They did not play in this game. A little bit of a pick me up, we're gonna give the game puck of the game to Tony D'Angelo, no goals, no assists, no uh, minus two. Five shots on goal, no penalty minutes, two hits, three blocks on the ice for 22 minutes and 37 seconds. One giveaway, no turn, no, no takeaways. It's pick me up. And a pick me up here for the player of the game, that'll be Carter Hart. He did not play the full 60, but he played pretty well, in my opinion. 17 saves on 21 shots, four of those being goals, for a save percentage of 0.810. So 810 is save percentage. And with that, the Flyer stuff is in the bag. But before we get to all of that, let's look ahead to what's coming up. The Penguins are on a five-game homestand starting tonight against the, the Toronto Maple Leafs at seven. They then play the Carolina Hurricane, the Carolina Hurricanes on November 29th. And then it's the Golden Knights on Thursday, December first.
6: On Thursday, December first.
0: The Golden Knights are in town. Then the Blues are in town on December 3rd, and then the Jackets are in town
6: on December 6th.
0: For the Philadelphia Flyers, they've got the New York Islanders tonight at 7.30, and then they face the Islanders again in Philadelphia, so it's in Long Island tonight, and then it's same time, different place. Philadelphia on November 29th. On December 1st, the Flyers take on the, the Tampa Bay Lightning. And they take on the Devils on December 3rd. December 5th, they take on Nathan McKinnon and Cal McCarr. And the Colorado
6: Avalanche. All right, everybody.
0: We are, we've waited long enough. Let's get, we're going to go between the pipes as this segment continues, but we've waited long enough. Let's get this preview going. It's a face-off against a familiar foe
5: in tonight's post-Thanksgiving matchup. The puck will drop for the third time this month, with Pittsburgh's second line shining bright in the first, and Matt Murray saving the
6: second for Toronto, who will we see step up and take the... We're going to let it run. I really
0: don't feel like putting it again.
6: The tonight.
5: The Penguins return home, still riding high, extending their win streak to five games after besting the Philadelphia Flyers last night. The Toronto Maple Leafs come to Pittsburgh, having extended their point streak to seven games with a win over the Wild. Two teams on the back end of back-to-backs. Who will best the other in this ultimate test of endurance?
13: It's the Penguins versus the Maple Leafs.
5: Coming up next.
0: It's the Penguins and the Maple Leafs. They are coming up next. And coming up next. Speaking of coming up next, coming up next on our on our end, we are going to look at this hockey game, and look specifically at the lineup. It's time now on our post game show for a little bit of pre game, as we get you going between the pipes. Yep. It's Between the Pipes time.
6: We are going between the pipes. So, for
0: this edition of Between the Pipes, even though it's during the post-game show, we're looking at the lineup for the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Toronto Maple Leafs. For the Toronto Maple Leafs, their first line. Forwards are Austin Matthews, Michael Bunting, William Nylander. Their second line, John Tavares, Mitch Marner,
6: Cal Jarnock. Third
0: line, Alexander Kerfoot, Pontus Holmberg, Holmberg, and Dennis Morgan, And the former Pittsburgh Penguin. Alongside David Kemp and Pierre Engvall, Zach Aston-Reese is on line four. Defensively for the Toronto Maple Leafs, it is Mark Giordano. Justin Hall is paired with him. Timothy Lindgren is paired with Rasmus Sandin, and Mac Hallwell paired with Victor Mete. Eric Halgren expected to start. With Matt Murray backing him up, Connor Timmins, Nicholas Robertson, and Wayne Simmons are scratched. Jake Muzzin is out with a neck injury. Elias Samsonov out with a knee injury. T.J. Bro- Brody out with an oblique injury. Morgan Riley out knee to to a knee injury. Jordy Ben out upper body injury. For your Pittsburgh Penguins, Penguins fans, the first line is Sidney Corosby, Ricard Raquel, Jake Gensel, second line Jason Zucker, Evgeny Malkin, and Brian Rust. Third line, Jeff Carter, Don Ton Heinen, and Brock McGinn. And your fourth line, before we get to the pairings, Teddy Blueger, Josh Archibald, and Ryan Pailing. The defense pairs for the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight. Paired with Chris Letang, Marcus Patterson. Paired with Jeff Petrie, POJ, Pierre Oliver Joseph, and paired with Jan Ruda, is number eight, Brian Dumoulin. Casey DeSmith is probably going to start this game. Tristan Jari is the backup. No injuries for the Pittsburgh Penguins, but... Chad Ruido and Caspery Capitan remain scratch. Status report here to wrap us up. Mulligan replaces Simmons. Coach Sheldon Keith said Talgren will start after Murray made 25 saves in a in a in a four three win against the Minnesota Wild on Friday. The Smith could start after Drari made twenty nine saves in a four in a four one win over the against the Philadelphia Flyers on Friday. This Smith has not started since being evaluated for an upper body injury after making 29 saves in a 5 3 win against the Chicago Blackhawks on Sunday. And of course, that was Evgeny Malkin's 1000th career NHL hockey game, which of course he was honored at PBG Paints Arena during. The Flames and during the Flames and the Penguins hockey game.
6: I'll just go over to Daily Faceoff
0: to see if that has been confirmed that that it will be KCD Smith
6: tonight for the Penguins. Let's take a look here.
0: We already know that it will be Colgrin going for the Toronto Maple Leafs in Pittsburgh tonight. Who will be
6: going for the. Who will be going for the Pittsburgh Penguins?
0: Well, it's unconfirmed now, but it looks like it's probably going to be Casey DeSmith. If not, Tristan Joy probably. Will be in net, but, anyways, that's gonna do it here today on the podcast for especially for our Battle of Pennsylvania post game show, slash, getting ready for Maple Leaf and the Penguins. It's the Pens, it's the Maple Leaf. And it comes your way on Hockey, Night, on Hockey Night in Canada, on Sportsnet and CBC, on 105.90X. The action comes your way in a little over three, uh, less than three hours from now at 7 o'clock is when the puck will drop in Pittsburgh. The pregame show for the radio starts at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. I sorry, six o'clock Eastern Time. I should say. So if you're join, so if you're not listening to Hockey Night in Canada, you're probably listening to Josh Gentzoff and Phil Borg and all of those who do a great job at one o five nine ex. As always, I am your host Scott McGregor of Sports for Beginners, the podcast. And we will have probably our co-host, Ali and our co-host, Thomas, with us prior
6: to the game.
0: Final Horn, catch an abbreviate post-game show of the Penguins and Flyers on, on the ice and behind the benches, and, of course, Thomas. Probably will have a Penguins and Maple leaf post-game show coming for you on the podcast. Please, please be patient with them. But for me, that does it for me. I am your host, Scott McGregor. Scott McGregor reminding
6: you to stay true. Or stay, to hold
0: fast. Stay true. Let's go Leafs. Let's go Pens. Let's go Raptors. Let's go Blue Jays. Whatever team you cheer for, let's go. We will have them here on this podcast for you. And with that, before we leave you, I want to still remind you that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. Taking us out is the goal horn of
6: the Pittsburgh Penguins. Plus,
0: you know what? Let's actually just go to the goal horn. We will catch you on the other side, Leafs and Pens fans, after the hockey game. Enjoy the hockey game, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Sports for Beginners, the podcast with your host, McGregor for the post game show slash pre game show, which always comes before the post game show. Now remember, Ben, follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page,
13: https colon slash slash
0: www.facebook.com slash ports dash beginners dash podcast. Send a message to anchor.fm scott-mcgregor-sports and follow Scott at scottmcgregor3 on Twitter. Let us know what you think about the show. A rating and a review would be nice, but thank you once again for joining us on this podcast for the post-game show. And remember, before the puck drops, before they kick off, before they tip off, before they throw the first pitch. We bring to you the pregame show on Sports for Beginners, the
6: podcast. Hey
0: everybody, it's your host Scott McGregor. Just want to let you guys know that, guess what? When we come back later tonight, we are talking Maple Leafs and Penguins postgame show that is coming up. So I know this is during our Flyers and Penguins postgame show, but just wanted to throw it out there that it's the Penguins versus the Maple Leafs postgame show and hockey game. Hockey game first coming up next, and then it's the post game show coming up next on Sports for Beginners, the podcast.